last time on Hexcrit Heroes. The party finishes the combat with the radioactive-infused undead Aculeans that were gathered around the broken power core in the lower levels of the Kizor colony. Dispatching the remaining foes, they decided to go ahead and hook everything up. Brasha and Grabfor got the power core connected to the weather-altering device above and power that sucker right up. Gathering back together, they went and met with the Hive Mother once again to give her an update, let her know that her machine is back, her home of this planet will be soon covered back in those storms once again, and the Hive Mother promptly set them free with uh, bags of jewels and a and a, a cadre of uh, Aculean envoys to uh, meet with the packed worlds and other interested people to let people to let the uh, larger civilization know that there are a people out here in the vast that uh, wish to join the community. Heading back up to the surface, the crew of the bizarre encounter, the crew of the Kizor terraforming crew, except for Dr. Kezkadai, went to the surface. There they ransacked the terraforming crew's camp for uh, any supplies they might need for the long trek back to the packed world system, loaded that all up in the bizarre encounter, and they all headed to space. And I want to start this session with uh, just going around uh, the few hours after liftoff. What's everyone doing? And I want to start with Captain Brasha. Uh, <clears throat> I'm teaching, um, well, teaching, quote unquote. Um, grab for how to craft things. Uh, but it's, it's kind of like I gave him a set of like Legos. Okay. And, uh, I'm off, uh, designing secret things. So you're both in the tech yeah. lab. Okay. Excellent. Uh, Lemon, how about you? Lemon is most likely busying himself with uh, tending the needs of all the uh, extra members on the ship at this moment. Um, he'll probably find himself continuously busy with barely a moment of his own time unless he is pulled away. Okay, cool. Yeah, and it's... Uh, uh, so he... Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we talked last session that he was... Uh, there was just a, a line in the galley of uh, lemons serving food to everyone so people could eat something that wasn't derived from a sea serpent or uh, cave mushrooms. So I imagine after that's complete, you're still getting everyone together. Uh, very nice. That's, a, that's good. Uh, Tally, how about you? What's, what's bounty hunter extraordinaire Tally doing uh, in these hours? Hiding. All right. Well, I'm on the I'm on the um, I'm on the bridge. I'm, uh, wait, wait, what did we the call thing. the bridge here on the ship? The, the thing. thing. I'm on the thing, <laughs> piloting and trying to stay away uh -huh. because I feel, well, rather hideous. I probably still okay. fuck. It probably still fucking hurts too. 
Although it's amazing. Uh, like, I get a bruise, you know, in this reality, and it's still around a week later or a few days later. Uh -huh. But this magically goes away after 24 hours. I'm like, yeah, wow, it's... damn. That's yep. good. Yep. It must be. Yeah. Man. Yeah, you haven't had a radioactive <laughs> burn on Earth yet. So. I'm radioactive. Yeah, that's, uh, so you... <laughs> yeah, piloting the ship. Yeah, basically piloting um, the ship and, and hiding my appear, you know, hiding from everyone. And I am not wearing the bag over my head, though. Or you okay. know, the pillowcase with the yeah, what he had grabbed for yes. originally. Make. Yeah, he's teaching yeah, him all right. Ever... Sure. No, 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 no. She's yeah. just reacting. Out. She's just acting out. Um, the fan of the opera. Yeah, yeah. I want uh, a cape like his. Yeah, Sean, you weren't here for that, but uh, Captain Brasha really showed his compassionate side uh, regarding Tally's <laughs> grievous wounds, and I was a little taken aback by. But I know, you know I'll let it run. I thought he liked her too. But geez, you know. Yeah, I'm just like like if it, if it was Lemon or Occam, I could see Brasha responding that way. Yep. So hiding on the bridge, <laughs> pilot Tally, Occam, how about you? I, I take it regressive healing wouldn't help. Uh, this is, it's not like, uh, it's just, so what it was was the the attack uh, f kind of localized and filled her with radiation to a point, and I rolled on a table of what she got as far as wounds. Uh, it's, I don't, you know, if you want, I'll, I'll, I'll let you flavor it away. Yeah, I'm fine with that if Akin wants to. If that's what he wants to do after uh, getting situated back on the ship, sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, he'll cool. try to heal anybody that needs healing with with his oogity boogity time magic. Let's see, actually. Uh, I didn't lose any okay. hit points, so this is weird. Yeah. Even though I have this massive wound, I, mean, I lost no hit points. It was all stamina damage. <laughs> if, if you want... Uh, I, I think I can return stamina, too. So... Um, if, if you, you want... God, your class is broken. Um, well, I guess... Because it's from something that doesn't have stamina. Yeah, I'm so... good. Yeah, I'm gonna say it can't, uh, heal stamina. Okay. Uh, now, if you want to make it, like, a yeah, check or case. something for me to, like, try and remove, um, uh, an ailment, I guess? Uh, that's... I'm fine with well, that. she's not even... Just it's not even really an ailment. It's it. just the... Yeah, it's just the vestiges of a radioactive attack. Uh, it's it's going to fade. It's been a couple hours. Like some of some of the worst ones are already kind of scabbed over. Uh, it's just kind of a flavor thing. Like she didn't even have any mechanical bonus. Whereas Ludo, Ludo has uh, elf ears sticking out of his human neck, uh, and he is going to have uh, sensitivity to sonic damage and. An increase to his perception based on hearing. Um, so, <laughs> this is just something like it, this is a, a fairly not common, but this is this isn't so uncommon that uh, it's it's horrifying. This is just uh, some weird radioactive stuff. I mean, whether or not it does anything, Occam would try. Okay, sure. Actually, I think you actually had to take your ship and go because we don't have any more room for it on the on the ship right now. There's room. Is there? No, there's yeah, yeah, there's room. There's oh, that's why I said okay. it's cramped and I didn't want to have 
you all separated by like you can only talk to Occam if you're in the bridge on the comm station. So no, there's enough room. Oh, it's good. cramped. Uh, things are piled high. Uh, Brasha, your cargo has your cargo bay has that thing you talked about where you you can put everything down and then flip it over. Yeah. Yeah. So a rotating barrel. Yeah. But. Yeah. It- so there's but anyways, room. she she's not hard to find, even though she's quote unquote hiding. She's on the bridge at this okay. point. So, if you want to come do something, that's fine. Otherwise, I'll be better in a, probably in a, less than a day. What's it been yeah. about four yeah. hours, five hours from that? So, it's up to you. I I will I will probably be happy about not looking so hideous, <laughs> but. That's just up to you. I mean, Occam will try to heal her. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. I mean, for for what it's worth, I, I heal a decent amount of hit points. It's just, it's not hit point damage, so. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in, in the coming adventures, I'm going to be hurting you all a lot more so that people <laughs> that can heal get to heal. You mean you want to give women something to do, too? Something other than exposit, yes. <laughs> uh, so, Occam, you go to the bridge. It's empty. Uh, it's probably one of the quieter spots on the ship. And there's t- uh, Tally wearing uh, a scarf. That's true. Ah, Schrodinger's Tally. <laughs> the empty bridge. It's actually a magic scarf, too. <laughs> I may not keep it. I may not keep this. So, uh, speaking on that, what you were given was uh, a list of things from uh, the elderly Sheeran as a parting gift. He was a former adventurer, and he hooked you up with his adventuring gear. So, let me scroll up to all that. Oh, my God. The mask. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I found it. You were given the Starfinder equivalent of a ba- uh, bag of holding, which is called a Null Space Chamber Mark One. Inside it, on um, a little readout, listed... Uh, three figurines of empathic depiction, uh, the celestial stole, another pair of dark vision goggles, and a dragon glaive, which is a uh, pretty powerful pull-arm spear, two-handed weapon that can be thrown, and it has the hindering and called fusions. And that's why Tally's wearing a scarf. She's wearing Celestial Stole, which will provide uh, fire or cold resistance five, depending on which one she chooses upon putting it on. Either or. Fire or cold. I already have five resistance five to both those anyway, so. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's what you see, Occam. Now you're caught up on everything. Okay. Uh, I have a question. The figurines, which size are they? Mm-hmm. They are the smaller ones. So the level two versions? Yep. Okay. Yep. And uh, so it sounds like you're already on the page. Why don't you uh, read off what those do? Okay. Um, uh, Lashinta artists have techniques to collect emotions and memories associated with an individual and imprint them onto a representative piece of art. The Shunto's call an empathic depiction. To collect such memories, a telepathic artist interviews the subject long enough, along with those 
who know or have strong memories of the subject, the process takes at least a week. In the past, these objects were magical, and some still are, but most modern are hybrid items that use advanced holography to create realistic memorials. Creating such an empathic depiction is a crafting task that uses the engineering skill or an appropriate artistic profession skill in a similar way. Uh, holy magical ones use mysticism instead. Creatures within range of an empathic depiction, based on its model, can feel emotions and recall the memories placed within it. A creature can attempt a will-saving throw DC based on the model, uh, so the basic ones are called portraits, and that's a DC of 12, uh, to resist the experiences, which cause no damage or harmful effect. These hybrid items utilize magic and psychic energy, remaining active while the observer is in range. They can also be plugged into a power grid and operate continuously while such power flows. So yeah, there are three of them, and uh, Occam, you're holding them? No, I was just uh, wondering, because it said figurines, but when I went to the page, there's mm -hmm. portrait, statue, and bust. Uh, yeah, they're, uh, whichever one I said. Just the, the smallest one are the portraits, the six-inch ones. Yep. Yeah, so I, I'm kind of retooling them as uh, little statues. Uh, Kodai had made them, and uh, if you were to look at them, I'm not trying to trick you. But if you were to look at them, you'll see that one is in the uh, shape of a human, one is the shape of a kasatha, and one is the shape of a, uh, a slightly larger one as a dragonkin. Okay. So yeah, they're just, they're just little trinkets from his uh, bygone adventuring days. If you, any of you were to hold them, like whatever emotions he ties to those figurines would kind of like that's what you would feel. So, uh, not trying to force anyone into it, just saying that's what he gave you. Um, so yeah, you're on the bridge, it's quiet. The space, you're you're outside of the Keysor system, uh, you're still in the Keysor system, but you're in the uh, outside of the orbit of Keysor. Uh, what would you guys like to do? He actually healed me, by the way. Mm -hmm. So, so what ex so the uh all that hideousness disappeared yeah yeah i'll say he uh Occam, you went over and you did your kinetic healing and the weird refracting of light uh you 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 felt like the the wounds start to seal up and kind of you 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 can feel on your you feel it on your arms i don't know how much arm hair tieflings have <laughs> but you definitely feel it underneath where your sleeves and everything it's no longer rubbing up against sores, and uh, you are now relieved. I feel much better. I imagine. <laughs> Thank mm -hmm. you, Akam. It feels so much better, and I know I look so much better. I don't feel like I have to hide under this scarf anymore. And I'll take it off. I'm like, I'm not sure who actually should wear this, because somebody better, you know, because uh, somebody who's not as resistant to that. Uh, certain energy types might be a better candidate for this thing. And I'll hand it to Akam. Uh, thanks. And it's no problem. I would have gotten you earlier, but I wanted fine. to make sure we weren't going to need something else. Uh, no, no, that is fine. That is fine. Uh, thank you for doing it now, and I don't feel so self-conscious anymore. I feel it's... like I can now go back and get something to eat. It's battle scars, right? You shouldn't worry about it too much. Oh! Oh no, little scars, but this was like, I assume this was like big, bubbling, nasty looking. Yeah, it was, it was pretty was grotesque. Gross. Yeah. Uh, 
Brasha maybe oversold it uh, <laughs> <laughs> because he's a shithead. <laughs> but uh, no, they are. They were quite. I mean, I I imagine they've got to be quite gruesome. To you know, you get punched and suddenly you have boils. Like that's that can't be. Uh, <laughs> that can't just be like, oh, look at that little bit of blemish there. No, these these look angry. These look bad, and uh, now they're gone. <clears throat> yeah. Glad I could help. Thank you. Um, well, I'll take you. Take care of me. I'll take care of you, and everyone okay. else here. Uh, so he'll he'll take the scarf and he'll put it around his neck, just like hanging. Okay. okay. And I guess if I have to choose fire. Yeah. So it's a it's a it's a very nice silk scarf. Uh, it's it's two sided. Uh, so I, I imagine on the uh, some sort of symbology on the one side would uh, denote fire, one would be denote cold. So yeah, you now have fire resist five. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're all loaded up. And uh, in the chat, yes, I did neglect to mention that a, uh, a crew of uh, Aculians were sent as uh, a bit of an emissary from the Hive Mother uh, that you can drop off on Absalom. You could take to Verses. Uh, you guys can have conversations about what to do with these people, but they were just sent to the Pact Worlds to kind of tell civil society, civilization, uh, that there is a planet of insectoid humanoids who uh, tentatively wish to join the fray, as it were. Okay. But before that, you'll have to get where you're going. So drift travel to leave from here to go straight to Verses where you got the job to go here would take you 5d6 days traveling that way however because Absalom Station has the Star Stone you could go to the Star Stone from anywhere in the known universe uh, in 1d6 days and then take and then just hop another 1d6 days as you uh, readjust and go to Verses in system so uh, let's let's turn the clock a bit again and have uh, at least the crew of the Bizarre Encounter having a bit of a meeting on the bridge, if that's cool with everyone. Sure. Yeah. You mean me. on, the, on the thing? On the thing. Uh, before we do leave, Occam does want to just, and this is just a flavor thing mostly, he wants to make sure that the Bomb beacon the is properly attached to this okay. network. Yeah, yeah, give me a computer check. Um, I have that. Computers. Seven. Uh, where's my dice? There's my dice. I got a 12. Okay. Uh, you know, it, there's... It's a pre-drift beacon. Like, you made a point of saying mm -hmm. this. So, you know, the, the tech involved, it's maybe still a little mysterious to you but they work and they work for you and very few other people use them. So, you know, you, you may not have all of the mysteries of them unlocked. Standard drift beacons, no one fully understands all their in and outs. It's just when Triune sent the message, like here is drift travel uh, and here's some beacons. Like it's just like, oh, these things do this. So with a 12, I'll say like, it's still in place. You placed it just fine. Uh, it's operating but there's not a whole lot more to know about it. Yeah, he's essentially just trying to get a callback command from one of his other, from like his home base beacon sort of thing. 
Oh, it's networked? Okay, yeah. Uh, with a 12, it takes a while because you're way Just out trying here. to... But, yeah, uh, yeah it, I, I'll say you didn't fail, but nothing fancy at all. Yeah, no, I'm not trying for anything fancy. Right on. So, Brasha, Lemon, Team Huddle. So, meeting on the bridge. Brasha, yeah. Lemon, Tally, Akim. Yeah. Sick and Koo for absent. So... You all have a choice of where you want to go, what you want to do. This is your ship, Brasha. Uh, this is you. You are all part of the same crew. So, what's what's everyone feeling as a plan of attack as to unloading all these people? Where are we bringing them? Well, I believe heading to Absalon Station is obviously the best choice. It assists us with giving them a place to go with assistant with where they can find assistance and also because of the star stone it will be the fastest route back sorry uh, i have to agree i think absalom station is probably where we can and not dump them off but yeah. but dump them set, off set them up <laughs> you know uh Deposit them for now. Um, perhaps keep them a bit further away from the Casbah as we can. But other than that, <laughs> I, yes, I think first we go to Absalom and then uh, we should probably head back and talk to. Uh, I have her name written down. One second. Mm -hmm. I might not have it written down anymore. Oh, wait, no, there it is. Uh, uh, talk to uh, Miss Tama, yes. Watanabe. Yes. Tama Watanabe. I think she will need to know what is going on with that planet. That that is for sure. Because that's right. I mean, she's the one that sent us there to try to save things, and there's no saving anything. Apparently, I had to leave. Weren't they? Wasn't this the like the last chance? It was. Oh, God. Well, goodness is, we still have most of the equipment. That's true. There, we covered all the people, too. There may be a way they can utilize what has happened for their benefit. <sighs> Discovery and they know that the Achilles are there. If they want to try and do some sort of discourse with them, they can. True. Uh, but Discovery of a new intelligent race can always be beneficial in various ways. And storm shielding is a thing, so it's always possible to get through the barrier. Russia. Yes. What? Yes. I am assuming that you took copious notes of the workings of that mechanism that is producing the storm, correct? Yes, I have... Uh pretty much the entire blueprint well to salvage this mission compensation for yourself and the crew and potentially something mon uh, that'll gain that'll give them monetary gain is to sell the information to create this device 
they may be able to adapt it for uh, localized terraforming, uh, or could even utilize its technology to maybe improve uh, current terraforming uh, technology. I suppose that's possible, but it also seems like maybe some information that giving to a corporation is not necessarily the best. I agree. With a large amount of resources, these could be weaponized very easily. Right now, it's just enhancing the natural atmosphere of a planet that's already riddled with storms. If I've learned anything, anything can be weaponized with enough ingenuity. The most benign object could be. Yes, but desperate people try to weaponize things much, much more egregiously. That would indicate, though, that that would be their goal to begin with. Most engineers that start off as terraformers don't suddenly jump to weapons specialists. Plus, let's face it, there are enough weapons in this universe that could utterly destroy a planet if they wanted. But this does not destroy a planet. It simply isolates it. This is true. And there are plenty of ways to isolate planets that are probably more efficient, especially through shielding. Hmm. Maybe. If Perhaps. we let fear and doubt cloud every judgment, then nothing will ever progress or change. Things will just become squandered and forgotten. I think back to old tales of kings, queens, monarchs, governments of tyranny that would hoard away technology and advances where they feared either other groups or individuals taking advantage of it or losing their seat of power or uh, advancement over another group or species. And then it's always better off to make it open source. That way there can be people to work against it if it pops up somewhere with somebody being an asshole about it. I don't disagree to that, but at the same time, then you have lack of regulation and the people that hired us will most likely go out of business. But how much do we know about them? Do we know that they are not warmongers in the first place? I believe uh, Miss Watanabe... Did you, not, did you not check these people before I, you took the job to I, begin with? Of course uh, you didn't. These Starfinders definitely did before I took the job from them, but uh, the uh, Kerensky... The inventor wasn't he said to be eccentric? Wait, 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 wait. Russia, I didn't think, I didn't think this sort of thing bothered you. Don't you sell weapons? Well, I sell inventions. There is a very big difference. I see, but some of them are weapons, though, right? Certainly, lots of inventions are weapons. I, I, I'm not against weapons, but I mean, I mean, it's said it's it's take you know he's right it's taking a chance, but uh, you know I could definitely see some good, I could see the good of uh, this device. I mean, you know, 
You have a deserted planet that's nothing but desert. You could turn it into... You could grow food there. Where if you could create storms. So there are current terraforming technologies, obviously. Yeah. To say the least, this could assist (laughs) in advancing what they have. That was what their company was focused on, correct? Honestly, correct. Uh, The Kerensky... The Kerensky Watanabe Corporation was interested in terraforming technologies. They sent out this last crew with everything they could afford, and then they didn't hear from them. So that's why they contracted out on the Toil app for uh, experienced crews to go check on them. And uh, yes, this would be very valuable information. And there is terraforming stuff. Full disclosure, I kind of made up this weather machine. I'm not ripping off a single item uh, in this, but I just like, I assume stirring up storms isn't so far out of the realm of possibility. So, yeah, uh, you have Brasha in your data pad, uh, a potential lucrative uh, bit of data to spread how you will. From what I can tell from looking at what Brasha was doing and from how it generally seems to work, I think it might excite ions in the atmosphere, pulling more molecules together. If there's no water in the atmosphere to begin with, like on a desert planet, it's not going to help much. That's why you introduce such elements. It's a lot of fucking water. We have advanced in ways that we can create various molecules and elements in abundance. Look, I'll tell you what. I was going to uh, riff through these designs myself anyway, and, uh, you know, try to see what could come of it. I'm fine with making a bit of a weaker version, one that wouldn't create an entire planets full of storms maybe a localized area uh, Akim's right you need water to really make it work maybe we can I'll dig into it but at you the end the one of that's, the day... you were the one that's holding the designs I only simply sought to see some use out of it I'm I mean, not even saying don't sell it but if you do Maybe don't wait too long before you let the plants leak. I wasn't even thinking about selling it, per se. Though, I did assume that would be Brasha's intent. If it was up to me, I would simply give them the design and let them flourish as a as a uh, business and corporation. I mean, unluck- unless you like one corporation with all monopoly over everything. But I do no. kind of pointedly look at Occam at that. <laughs> No, but a smaller one would be better to start before the bigger ones buy their way in. Yes, like my corporation. You don't have a corporation, Russia. You're an independent. His eyebrow goes really high at that comment. (laughs) I mean, I don't have one yet. But, I mean, I have a business. (laughs) There's a big difference between a business and a corporation. Hmm. True. One of them is faceless, and one has my face. I smile really wide. I, I look at Brasha for a moment. I'm like, mm, you may actually want to see about uh, getting your teeth checked out. I think one of them might be damaged. 
Oh, that's actually because of my uh, my morphic skin. It adds a bit of toughness, so that when people try to like fuck with me with prices, I can, you know, give them that that oily smile and show them that I'm not to be fucked with. Now, admittedly, I I kind of a picture Brasho with like one gold like uh, 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 canine tooth, like the the long like uh, tooth. Uh, and such. I do kind of picture him with like one of those. Like that's just straight up gold. Uh, it's yeah. not real gold, but yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Just gold plating, because you know, he goes cheap. <laughs> no, it's just colored gold. Uh, yeah. Oh, you won't more... even gold plate it? It's just not like uh, brushed it well at all. <laughs> like, no, no, no. This is, oh. It's just otherwise. Oh, that's gross. No. Come on. Brush. Wait. Everything wait. was going Cats. so nice. Uh, we had the surface is just coated in dielectric molecules. Yeah. Hey, wait, wait. Remember, he's, he's got a the cat. car paint on it. He's got the wait, car paint on it. Don't, don't forget, he's a cat, and cats meticulously groom themselves. So I doubt he has any any issues with uh, teeth brushing or anything like that. So yeah, we've already and, gone over that. He and, doesn't. <laughs> And uh, oh, he grooms uh, himself. He's just, you know, <laughs> not with his lick his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, tell, what did you say about you? Oh, so tell you, yeah, you, yeah, you know, you're, you're lucky you didn't get hit by one of those things. Otherwise, your face would probably not be so pretty. But look, I can actually fixed my arm, so I'm not so friggin' hideous, am I? You are back to your normal, beautiful self. I didn't even realize it. I also forgot that anything happened to you. Um, actually, do you still have that mask grab for made for you? I want to maybe make it into something a bit more... less awful. <laughs> it was awful. I, I'm sorry, that's Carol laughing, not Tally. Because... <laughs> Alright, to explain to the listeners out there, there was a meme posted uh, about that mask, and I can't help but think of it, <laughs> and it makes me laugh. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, she'll, 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 she'll reach behind her back, and she'll pull it out of, like, she probably has a bag or something sitting there, and she'll pull it out, and here, yeah, you can take this, this thing back, I don't really want it. Perfect, I'll get it back to you in no time. What the fuck? Okay, so if we're divvying out more job projects to do, what are you intending to do? Would you like to summon in Captain Gustavo to coordinate with him? Or do you just want to say, my ship, my rules, this is where we're going? What's what, what's the consensus here? Uh, uh, for where we're going? Mm-hmm. I think we're going to Absalom. So then I will need Tally to give me an astrogation check. <laughs> is that piloting? Okay, thank God. I was like, yes. wait, is knowledge astrogation a thing that I somehow missed? Okay. Nope. Nope. No, it's, an, it's a check. It's a piloting check to do astrogation. So it's a DC 10 because you are quite familiar with Absalom Station. Perfect. I can't really miss a <clears throat> lucky 13 on the die. So plus 11 is 24. So, be, yeah, depending on how high you do, uh, that is important. So, 
if you you did not fail at all so plotted a faulty course you did not okay so yeah you are going to engage the drift engine to travel to Absalom station because you are piloting tally give me oh, that d6 roll. okay uh... <laughs> six <laughs> okay so yeah you uh, phase out of the material plane into the purpley pink drift plane transitory plane that you all are familiar with it's going to take you six days but because of Brosh's uh, exceptional drift uh, drift engine what is that a two or a three you divide it by uh, I believe it's divided by three that's what I thought so it'll actually take you two days uh, you could spend uh, you can't reduce it much further but if you want to do a downtime activity you so at the, at this point you have two days tally if you want to spend uh like we can like play with time like it's not imperative that we follow like you can have your rest and then on this first That's day true. if you want to do the downtime activity uh manage course you could reduce it a little bit further all right uh i can read you how do i reduce it further Downtime activity okay. management. Yeah, that's what I will One do. Second. I just, I... Okay, give me another piloting check. Oh, that's not. Well, that's that's nineteen. Okay, uh, that's actually a fail. Ah, oh, it wasn't a terrific As, roll. So yeah. activity. As the pilot of a traveling starship, Shit. attempting a piloting check to navigate with a DC equal to ten higher than the DC for plotting the initial course. Mm. So it was DC twenty, and you can't take twenty. So you are stuck here in the drift for two days. Um, we can, you know, we could do stuff. You could talk some more, or we can just fast forward through time and have you arrive entirely up to you guys what do you guys feel like is there any pressing conversations you want to have right now or do you just want to push for push on uh i do want to talk to gustavo okay at least before we... um i i also want to try and access infospheres to dig up information on watanabe court okay cool lemon tally uh, you know what? I'm gonna scan the Hunter Network just for funsies okay. at some point. Sure. Lemon will obviously be tending most of the uh, people that are there, making sure that they have what they need. Sure. Uh, even to the point of being annoying. But <laughs> um, Lemon will also contact uh, both the Church of Serenray, mm -hmm. the Church of uh, Imode. And also the Church of Helix on Absalon Station, uh, indicating the arrival of refugees of a uh, cousin species to this Sheeran. Excellent. Okay. That will need like assistance or uh, um, guidance, uh, like help in guide in and guidance in becoming acclimated to Absalon Station and its like. Uh, I have a. I would assume that uh, all these churches are fairly um, accommodating when it comes to that and are quite used to such tasks. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Seren Ray, definitely. Uh, Hylax, definitely, because of their nature of being insectoid in nature. 
uh, Iomide, Iomide, however you want to pronounce it, I'm going to stick with Iomide, just personally. Uh, they, so, li little thing about them, uh, they typically are known for their, uh, just, just kind of a flavor thing. Military uh, aspect, and actually yep. I am doing that on purpose. Okay, cool. For, at the same time, I do not know what type of reactions they or other individuals will have to their arrival. Okay. This is the contingents of protection. All right, sure. Oh, and also, because of good measure, I should also uh, contact the stewards to inform them of this. Exactly. Okay, I, I, I was going to uh, recommend that also. So, yeah, you shoot off this message um, to these incoming tra uh, incoming refugees. Uh, a number, I think uh, there was only five. I'm not counting Grab4. Uh, Grab4 joined as uh, Brasha's little buddy. Um, there were five of them. What was, it was one taskmaster, two warriors, and two uh, Normians is what I think what I did. And uh, <laughs> listeners will know I'm full of shit. Uh, so yeah, you shoot this message off. It's going to take time. It, nothing's instantaneous, really. Uh, mm -hmm. But you shoot this off. Oh wow, one. So uh, it'll arrive that the, the, you don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with telling you this. I rolled a one on how fa how many days through the drift travel this it takes for this message to go out. But uh, yeah, when you arrive, you'll have uh, them having received it, and we can talk about their reactions uh, when you arrive. So you're 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 all set there, and I'll let you you know spend time with the rest of them uh, pro providing. Care. I'm looking at the downtime rules, and none of what you said. I mean, entertain, maybe. But uh, if you think of one, mm. if you see one and think of one, you let me know. But if not, I'm gonna move. I guess maybe preach <laughs> would be the better of the two out of entertaining. Oh, is there a preach one? I don't know. No, uh, to be honest, I don't recall. It's all good. Uh, so okay, yeah, that's that's you sorted. Uh, I'm going to switch over to Akim next uh you wanted to research uh the kresky watanabe corporation so you're in the drift there's yeah. not a whole lot of info spheres just floating around so i'm gonna say like you can't find a whole lot but uh if you want to give me like a culture check or a computers check to like you could this is like you conferring with uh karina's databanks Kind of thing um my culture is higher so i'll go with that sure or actually no they're the same now my culture is only higher if it's a dj check so <laughs> um i guess it, it doesn't matter then they're the same uh, uh the, 25 the kerensky watanabe corporation doesn't often have uh mixers where they require a dj so yeah. you're not getting in more information so no they are a company uh funded by Watanabe, who is a Verthani female out of Verses. Uh, Kerensky is a uh, Maraquai from Matara, uh, which is a moon of Brathita. And at this time, I'm going to use a new soundbite I have ripped right out of the Gaming on the Rocks podcast. Their uh, badass editor and player slash GM, Ryan, has a fun little thing I'm going to be using right here to uh, correct myself. <laughs> uh, uh, actually, the moon on Brathita I just mentioned is actually Morata. 
not Matara. I was thinking of the Mutara Nebula in Star Trek. Anyway, wanted to use the soundbite. Shout out to Ryan and Gaming on the Rocks, and let's get right back into the episode. Who uh, kind of like was an up and rising star. Uh, they linked up, and uh, they've been. The, they were headhunted by some of the bigger companies because of Kerensky's. Uh, keep wanting to say wunderkind and that's not really a word i use but he was just a kind of a, a kid genius as far as like uh technology and what they were doing so he was like sought after by the big companies to work for them but he wanted to go under his own steam and uh they they linked up with watanabe and they made this company uh it's only been around two years i'm going back to information i shared at the beginning of this chapter uh they had some success, but uh, because of their lack of funding, they didn't have all the grants and all the resources that the bigger companies had. Uh, they they kind of you know, slowly were dying off. And uh, what Watanabe told you all directly was, uh, this was their last effort. If they if they don't get anything good out of this, they're ruined. So they're just a two part corporation. They're th- uh, then I'm, I'm getting. They're not like a, a mega corp or anything. Not at all. No, no, no. They have, they have staff. They have people, but nothing like a mega corporation. They just call themselves the corporation because they, uh, like. They're they're two separate entities working together. Exactly. In tight legal aggression, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, you is get the it. Right word. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's you. Okay. Uh. Let's go to Tally next. Mm-hmm. Tally, you wanted to look up stuff on the Hunter Network. Yep. Which is something I've completely developed. Uh, it's fully fleshed out. Yeah, sure. You mean you haven't even really thought much about it? No, I've thought I thought a fair bit about it. No, not at all. No, uh, because I there's a you're all going to be getting messages about uh, your contacts in your own personal lives. And uh, you're just uh, not jumping the gun, but you're just getting to it earlier than the others. Well, so uh, with you, the Hunter Network, uh, it's it accesses Infosphere technology. So while you were away, you were away. You were only away. One, th- you were out of signal from everything for three days. So Tally, you had messages from the Hunter, Hunter Network uh, with jobs. Uh, the way I, I have this kind of figured out is there are people who kind of handle like if you bring in a body they have to bring in a someone turn them in they're called fixers who hook you up with jobs there are uh people that you know help clean up messes say you're in a scene and you know you you left a bit more of a mess than you meant to you can call your fixer and they could send kind of cleaning crews to right to, to clean up the mess a little bit so yeah you do have messages uh there are jobs uh do you have uh there are people, there are bounties to be had. Uh, nothing out here, but, you know, there are standard, like, hey, look out for this crew. Uh, so I had something typed up. Give me a sec. I had it right here. Um, there are uh, some some smash and grabs all over. You know, you have your pick of those little smaller jobs. There are people who've uh, lost a starship, uh, kind of a carjacking. <laughs> equivalent uh there are there's a, a job for uh hunting down a suspected uh espionage agent for a video game company 
on the planet of Verses. Hey, there isn't one for for a music pirate, right? <laughs> Give me a computer check. No, I wasn't actually. No, I'm kidding. A computer. I don't have. I don't have a computer check. I know you don't. Uh, it's fine. I was just joking anyways, because we all <laughs> no, know I we have one right amongst us. <clears throat> exactly. Although, so, uh, although, truth be told, actually, I would be looking to see if either, if anybody, you know, either of these two guys, Brash or Akam may show up and it w wouldn't be to turn them in. It would be to help them. So, yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, if it's, I don't, I don't see them on there, correct? No, you don't. Okay, uh, there are a, there are a lot of small time jobs. Yeah. So I actually wanted to I wanted to do this on air a bit to talk to you about the Hunter Network because I don't want it to just be here's my thing you're going to do it. I wanted some feedback from you on it. So you you can take jobs. There are you know simple minor jobs where you you won't get much more than a, a little bit of a bounty. Uh, but there are bigger jobs you can take. What kind, like, what level tier would you say your uh, Tally's bounty hunting is? Is she, like, a top tier? Is she a known bounty hunter? I'd say she's, I mean, not top tier, but uh, rising through the ranks. Sure. Okay. Yeah. There are fixers on almost all planets. You know, it's, it's a network of people you can... It'll take some time to, like, you know, they don't advertise, like, hey, I'm a bounty hunter fixer. Come here. Like, it's going to take a little bit more work oh. on your part to, like, find these havens where bounty hunting is done. Um, <laughs> I'm skirting around some uh, fly for your die lore bits that I know some people want to play that game, and I don't want to <laughs> give anything away. But uh, there, there, there are contacts to be made where you, you know, find a person, they direct you to a person kind of thing. Uh, you definitely know that uh, in Absalom Station, in the down low, the uh, lower portion of the station, there are definitely uh, contacts you can meet up with to uh, get more jobs there. Uh, ranging from small uh, purse snatchers to uh, carjackings to espionage. Uh, pirates that uh, stole... Uh, uh, that kind of doing corporate espionage. So when we get back to civilization, yeah. if you want to uh, start looking at that, so a uh, little bit of behind the scenes thing like this, this kind of slog through the, the planet uh, caves was fun, uh, but I'm going to try and do a little, uh, little rap, a little more rapid fire where it's not like 15 episodes for one job kind of thing. So I kind of want to, you know, pick up my pacing a little bit on these smaller gigs uh, that you can definitely pick up on. Uh, who else do I got? Brasha. Remember, hey, everyone. What, one... Get all the details. Get really uh, nitty pitty <laughs> on like all the little details. Hey, uh, make it yeah. Yeah. One final question. Any of it on Absalon sure. Station? Where we're going? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, there, are, okay. there are. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, th those are where like there's a lot of small time things going on, uh, where you can just like you know bring in you know someone who assaulted someone and they want them brought to justice uh you got someone who's uh uh behind on payments on a, a lease you got uh, a shitty parents who abandon their kids kind of thing like real dog the bounty hunter type shit uh so i i have like i have a whole little table of like a randomizer kind of thing uh when i heard that galactic exploration manual is going to have random encounters i thought oh you know what i want to make up some for some of your stuff uh with the hunt 
the Hunter Network, which I'll share with you at another time. But uh, yeah, there's definitely... There's a surprisingly large amount of deadbeat dad Yusokis that have, like, alimony on, like, 20 children. Yep. That happens. That is one of them, actually. I'm not very creative. So, yeah, <laughs> Tally, you're all sorted. Uh, there's just not much you can do here. That's fine. You can't, like, uh, like take a job in the middle well, of the drift. You're going to have to do some work. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm kind of bored, you know, on this flight. Sure. I mean, I'm probably yeah, yeah. not... I, once in a while, I may take the take it and start you know doing loop-de-loops and fun stuff but but yeah. mostly it's on autopilot and i got nothing better to do to look i mean obviously i'm also looking for clues for you know what which hasn't mm -hmm. really come out yet a little bit's come out but not much mm -hmm. yep cool yeah most of the messages you got uh, in the like info dump when you got back into signal was all around the hunter network nothing uh, <clears throat> as far as that subject has come up right but uh yeah uh that's where i'll leave you uh researching the hunter network you do know that some of your rivals have been raking it in so uh not that you're lagging behind not that there are rankings but uh you do see that there is like uh you know congratulations to this person for bringing in a thousand dollar bount or a thousand credit bounty and this person you know cleared a whole bar full of people without any bloodshed whatsoever like there are like it's a bit of a social media but like within the business kind of thing going on i'll share more with it uh as we get back to the society because it's it's pretty fun it was kind of fun developing uh this little this little um subsystem i think i guess i could call it uh it's it's not balanced. It's just bullshit. Uh, but yeah, that's where I'll leave you. And, and uh, guys, just think I can get us jobs where we can get money. How about that? Hmm? Yep. Because I'll obviously share. <laughs> wow. If they help, so I smart. share the reward. So. Is that a dig? No, Excuse it me. wasn't a. Excuse me, madam. I don't think Brasha understands that concept or word. <laughs> well, wait. No, he he's hired us to. Wait, wait, no, no. He's he's paying us, so it is fair and pay are two different things. Okay, well, fair. But I am I do believe in sharing the rewards. So, right on. Cool. So, uh, Brasha, what are you doing for these two days? Uh, for the most part, I'm drawing up blueprints for things I can't build yet. Okay. Is there uh, also doing? Huh? Is there anything? Uh, you would like to share now that you're doing or do you want to keep this all on the download and just spring it up when you have the upbs and time to do it um well one of the things is i'm trying to convert grab force uh face mask for tally into a piloting helmet oh my god it's a bag but okay yeah <laughs> no yeah it definitely <laughs> is but he's gonna add goggles to it oh. and you know imbue it with magic okay because of all that magic uh, you have. Right on. Yeah, eventually. Eventually. Sure. Um, then there's secret things. Okay. And then uh, he's also going to be looking through the uh, <clears throat> the designs of the weather machine and seeing if there is a way to... Uh, one, he wants to be able to basically reverse it so that it clears storms. Mm -hmm. And two, he wants to see if he can, like, make it 
less powerful so that he can do like localized storms. Okay, cool. Right on. Uh, and you said you wanted to talk to Gustavo. Yes. We can do that right now. Uh, so Gustavo yeah. has been like the the crew have been like he would probably do Gustavo's pretty shortly after the uh, after the team meeting. Okay. So you want to summon him to your tech lab? Do you want to seek him out and have a conversation out in the open? What uh what kind of conversation were you wanting to have? Uh, he'll probably pull him out from the uh, cargo bay and. Uh, just bring him into, like, the quarters, sure. like, the crew quarters or okay. whatever. Yeah, you, you go out there, and everyone, like, the uh, the Ahsoki family haven't left each other's arms except for food and to relieve themselves. They are so happy to be back uh, together. They're just tears. You know, the, the kids are playing with the gems that they got uh, as payment. Uh, and so they've the, the whole thing's been a real, like, tender family moment for them. So eventually Gustavo does ramble... Uh, wander around the ship and yeah you have this conversation uh captain to captain you have a very nice ship uh oh, thank you i mean it's nothing much more than a hauler really but it gets the job done uh perhaps i mean eh, it seems like i might have a bit more of a stable crew than I normally do, so I might try to put some upgrades into it eventually, but uh, before all that, um, I wanted to talk to you about, well, basically what your plans are. You are under the Watanabe Kerensky Corporation, correct? Uh, we took a job, same as you. I am contracted with them until I turn in my report. Uh, my actual allegiance lies with the Lakoja Resettlement Expedition. Interesting. Uh, okay. Well. Um. So you're not actually really in it. Not that you're not in it for the money, but you're not in it for uh... Kerensky to get money, I guess. Them getting money could help our efforts. We mm. are, as you, as I said previously, our my people have no home so much as others. So I align myself with these companies that do terraforming ventures like this and they just line up with my wishes. Uh, if Kerensky and Watanabe get money because of my doing and I'm able to profit as well uh, really I'm more of a deal maker okay uh, is all of the people who are with you also like were they your crew or were they answering a job uh, answering a job they were all chosen for their unique abilities their unique interests uh, Fortinbras was chosen for his techno-magic abilities. Uh, we didn't know what sort of worlds we were going to see uh, when we went to Kizor system. Uh, we were fortunate that it wasn't a hellscape like we thought, and Fortinbras's particular not biology uh, 
technology would have protected him much better than we were. Uh, Ludo is a uh, scrappy bloke from Absalom Station we picked up. He's uh, known for his engineering ability, though he can't touch uh, your abilities. He, uh... He can. <laughs> he, he does good work. Uh, good soldier, too. The Isoki family we brought along, uh, the parents were uh, experienced miners on Akaton. They wanted to get out of that dead world and uh, took their lot in with our crew. And uh, Kodai was just a kind of an old hermit mystic that we wanted to take along with us. He said he wanted to see more of the world. But no, we're not uh, an established crew. Uh, it's just separate people. And uh, he kind of he grins. And it's really paid off this job. We thought we were stranded and we come back with a potential home for my people and all these jewels that we're going to have to convert into credits when we get back. It's going to be quite peculiar showing up at uh, the Bank of Abadar. Yes. Uh, <laughs> not that there will be some questions asked there. But uh, you could always try to sell them on the market. Uh, is you know, everyone's always looking for something there. But, uh, anyway, uh, mostly, I wanted to know your thoughts about the, uh, the company that you chose to work for. Did you do much research on them before you took the job? Oh, yes. I spent some time researching them. Uh, our people have been taken in by, uh, shady people, people who promised that they could find us a home world. Uh, what pleased me about Kerensky and Watanabe well, Kerensky I didn't speak much with but Watanabe showed me their facilities on Versys uh, we, we did a tour we discussed their plans they are a humble group but they, they strive to make it on their own steam and not take uh, handouts from the bigger corporations who don't care they really do want to see good changes brought to the galaxy and they need crews like mine and people who are in a similar spot of desperation such as they are now to see their dreams come true so you're kind of saying that they they seem to be the good type yes i i never got any sort of uh, subterfuge from watanabe kerensky is too involved in his own projects to uh have much guile or uh, business sense. I think that's why their partnership works. But Watanabe uh, comes from some money on Versys. Uh, Rathani have, uh, certain Rathani families have uh, good access to resources that they're very careful to use. Uh, I didn't do a, a deep background search, but you met with her, yes? Were you suspicious? Oh, not suspicious. Just curious about what type of people they really were. I uh, honestly, the pay seemed good, and it seemed like quite an easy job. So I wasn't too concerned with the rest. But 
uh, they also made it sound like if this job didn't work out, then they were going belly up. And, well, the job didn't entirely work. I guess it kind of did, but... You told me you were tasked with checking in on us, which you did spectacularly. Uh, I do fear my results are less so. Uh, All we found was a world uh, ripe for colonization. Uh, Minor terraforming required, but it turns out that the terraforming requirements it needs uh, are things that the planet can't give up. Uh, Yes. Uh, I guess I'm a bit worried that... uh... Kerensky might see this as a failure. Or at least Watanabe would. Uh, perhaps. Uh, we do have a line on uh, the weather machine, though. That could be something they could have. Uh, I understand you uh, took took many scans. You could offer them. Yes. I suppose. I'm just hesitant giving up too much information to people I don't really know. I understand. It's difficult. The samples we are going to provide will paint a specific picture of the planet itself. Uh, We are bringing representatives of their people to the packed world, so it's not like we can hide them. Perhaps uh, the people that resettle, or uh, the people that house and support the Aculean people will have need of uh, more of Kerensky and Watanabe's work. I wouldn't say this is a failure. I have been party to many failures. My search for a home has gone many decades, and I'm no closer now than I was when I started. It's just nature of the universe. You don't always get what you want. But reward comes from service and sacrifice. That does make me feel a bit better about the whole thing. I was primarily worried that uh, they might think that because the terraforming efforts did not go as planned, they might have to Uh, Settle shop, as it were. I couldn't say. We will have to speak with them and deal with that when that happens. We did our part. We can only report our findings. I suppose that's a good way of looking at it. And And if things get so desperate that they have to go under and Kerensky has to sell out, perhaps he could strike out on his own once he saves up. That is a train. I didn't even know they got out this far. But, uh, yes, uh, you've reassured me a decent amount. Um, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, he kind of starts uh, uh, puzzled. Then he uh, shuffles back to the... Uh... Mark II culinary synthesizer that you have uh, installed in your ship, and goes back to the cat. Uh, goes back to the uh, cargo bay as he uh, 
he inclines his head. Uh, so that is everyone. Uh, so you're all going to be getting messages. Like I have like little like, uh, I mean, just we're all GMs here. Little hooks uh, for things as far as like, you know, contacts in uh, your character's personal lives that uh, I don't have fully written up, typed up sort of thing. I kind of chose to sleep. But uh, when you arrive back on the material plane, I'll have uh, all kinds of fun options for you all to uh, take part of. Uh, da, da, da. So I would assume that Brasha or the rescued crew would have sent out a message to our employers soon after we left the planet. Yes, uh, they would have to use the ship's comms to send it. But yeah, uh, definitely Gustavo typed up a preliminary report. He is a, a seasoned professional at this, and they did send it uh, to Verses. Uh, because if you waylay it to Absalom, like it's it's tricky how I'm I'm playing this. But uh, they're sending it to Verses, so they sent that out that way. Uh, is there anything else as we kind of wind down? Uh, I want to ask, I want to ask at least Brasha. Sure. Hey, um, we're going to, you know, one of the busiest places in, in, in the universe. Hey, do you, you aren't expecting any trouble or anything, are you? Or could, is it a possibility? Much like we picked up hijackers on our, our plane or on our ship, uh, at a much, you know, Oh, wait, was it Absalom where we left from? No, it wasn't. You left from Versys. That's yeah, you right, left right. from Skydock. Yeah, yeah, which is a busy place too. Uh this is mm -hmm. this is even busier than that place. You don't should I keep an eye out for anything? I guess is the question. Well I'm not expecting anything. Um I mean there's always assholes there, but I don't know. Like, their last crew hasn't reported back yet, but it's also only been like a week. So, and I don't really think any of them knew how to like actually fly a ship. So like, maybe they also didn't know how to work a radio and they couldn't have gotten word back until they got back or so something. So in other words, sir, I should, I'll keep an eye out for, for trouble. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I'll pay I mean, attention. it's never a bad idea. I'll, I'll pay. I'll pay extra attention <laughs> for threats. Okay, got it. How about you? You pay the exact amount of attention that you feel is comfortable. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, I just wanted to get that out of the way before we land it. <laughs> it's good that you asked me instead of Akim. Akim would have told you to be wearing your head off. I was gonna say, is Akim? I mean, is Akim? Oh, yeah, he's always does, like that. Yes. Well, no, it's not. That was one I was gonna ask. I was gonna say, does Akim have any threats against him, or? Oh, eh, same as anyone else. Well, I mean, a lot of people don't have any threats. <laughs> any threats against now, them? Now, now that I do not believe. Okay. Oh, uh, you? No threats at all. Come on. If you keep your, I guess if you keep your nose to yourself, you probably don't have a lot of enemies. You go to work, it's... come home, and that's it. You probably don't accumulate many enemies. It's 
funny you say that. Yes, I. Uh, uh, I suppose you're boring. Uh, you might not have as many enemies as others. No, well, okay, that may be true. Uh, Akim, this is Karina. Yee. Akim, I am receiving a message. It's from High Commander Ichera from Taraxis. Yeah. What's the message? It is as follows. Akam Resort, you son of a bitch, you dared share that information. I told you not to share what we were doing in the jungle with anyone. I have fleets up my ass. I have dragon forces. I have the Iomedian Navy. I have mercenaries crawling all over my city demanding a piece of the prize that is in the Yukore jungle. Akim, you are garbage. That was the end of the message, Akim. How should I respond? Uh, respond? Sounds like you have enough firepower now. I suggest if there's something out there that you want, you move fast. You're welcome. Alright, and we will find out more on that next time on Hexgrid Heroes. You're in trouble. Ooh, someone's in trouble. Oh, <laughs> what did you do? You Yeah, geez, Akam, all I did was, you know Did you let the universe piss off the elves? Did you like let the universe end on some big secret that you were supposed to keep or something? He wanted his friend to get out of the fucking vampire city. <laughs> so he sent reinforcements. <laughs> he made a gent a gentle suggestion to anyone out there uh, that there might be things to get from killing the vampire. Oh, wow. Looks like the chickens have come home to roost for Akim Razur. Let's find out what's going on next week. But before we go, I wanted to thank Ryan from the Gaming on the Rocks podcast once again for unwittingly uh, providing me that delightful little soundbite and uh, in exchange check out his podcast Gaming on the Rocks and right now listen to a promo from their group we are Gaming on the Rocks an actual play tabletop podcast featuring actual friends rolling actual dice at an actual table while actually getting drunk Join us at our table every Friday.